episode of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. Yeah, if, you're, uh, if you're noticing that delicious echo we have in the background, we're, we're coming to you from a, the catacomb, not the catacombs, because we're up high. Yeah, so, attic. Yeah, the belfry, yeah. the bell tower surrounded by of the David A. Howe history. Public Library. Yeah, the yeah. Monday Club room where we normally record the news today because of the Monday Club meeting there. Yeah. So uh, we're upstairs in a yeah. seldom seen part of the library, a very cool room. Yeah, it's kind of warm, yeah. but if the door locks, nobody's ever going to find yeah, us. Yeah, we're stuck. Yeah, we so, will be stuck. We will live up here as in, like multiple phantoms yeah. of the, the library. The phantoms of the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Yep. Oh, I clapped. Oh, yeah, you did. Sorry. I can see the little spike. Yeah, I'm sure it's a little bar. Well, right. this is lucky number 15. Lucky number 15, yeah. We're coming to you on a weird yeah. day, because last yeah. week was Thanksgiving, and we were never in the building at the same time. Yeah. So it's... Uh, so let's do this. Let's do it. Uh, bookmark. Where's bookmark. your bookmark? Oh, pick? man. Listen, you're going to just have to settle down because this is going to be a long one. Okay. Because we got a little extra time between our last recording and it was holiday, so I did lots and lots of reading. Oh, boy. So just, I know, buckle up. Here we go. Okay. I read a couple. Uh, you inspired me, so I read some Star Wars. All right. I read a couple of the Clone War Adventures, the little graphic novels. Yeah. We've got a couple here in the system. Yeah. Uh, I also, let's see. Oh, I finished, just last night, I finished Six Geese of Slang, which is the book club, the last book club of 2015. Good job. Not great. Oh. Not great. <laughs> I'm interested to see what people yeah. think. Uh, I didn't like it, but, okay. you know. Were, uh, oh. were you not fans of the geese or the slang? Uh, it was a little bit of both. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, it was just kind of the. I thought the writing was a little. The plotting was sloppy. Is it by again? It's Donna Andrews. She has a whole series of uh, book, uh, bird themed books. So, Uh, Oyster War, our latest, one of our latest graphic novels, was really fun. It was one of our oversized graphic novels. Yeah, it's really big. It's uh, it's about an oyster war in the Chesapeake Bay between like oyster pirates and like the town. Okay. So a little supernatural, a little adventure. It was really fun, so check that out. I wish I liked oysters. Uh, I don't like oysters either. They're slimy and weird. Yeah, the people who like them. Yeah, love, they go they crazy them. for them. They go crazy I also don't like lobster. I, I don't eat a lot of lobster. Yeah. I, I like seafood. I mean, yeah. I love shrimp and fish. Yeah, I like seafood and... too, but I don't like shrimp or crab. Oh. Okay. So, so just fish? Sound, yeah, you like, I like fish, fish sticks. Do you like fish no. sticks? <laughs> oh, man, like a good salmon? Yeah. Why don't we just eat salmon on Christmas? That would be great. Who I love salmon. What, what did I just turn? What I don't know this? what that is. Uh, is this an old... Uh, I don't know. Rac- it's it's some ball. historical remnant here. Uh, it's what, really are, neat. what do they play in the field? Rugby. Oh, lac- lacrosse. Yeah, yeah is this an old lacrosse, lacrosse battle? <laughs> I don't think so. I think someone yeah. would die. It seems like <laughs> it's some sort of like yoke for... Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Fatal Feast. The mm. Thanksgiving-themed Murder, She Wrote. I know. Okay. That was fun. Oh, that's a Murder, She Wrote Thanksgiving book? Oh, here's one you'll like. Okay. Uh, I read the book, Six Days of the Condor, which I never <gasps> even heard of until we yeah. were talking about on the podcast, all the Robert Redford talk, yeah. and you brought up Three Days of the Condor, which is the movie version. Right. We watched the movie. Yeah. Super good. The book, a little different from the movie, yeah, but also, three very, extra days. also very good. Yeah. So. And uh, a third one in this just came out. These were published in the 70s, mm-hmm. and he just made a new one. I think it's called Last Day of the Condor. Oh. It just came out like last year, maybe. Okay. So. Would Check you, that out. Did you prefer the book to the movie? Um, I guess I liked... No, I think I liked the movie better. Wow. Some of the relationships made more sense in the book. Huh. There was a little, uh, was a little more filled out. But I think the movie actually made the story smoother and better, okay. which is uncommon. Cool. But I read the You film. heard it here. The yeah. Everyday Howe Public Library promotes three days of... Of the Condor. Of the Condor. Yeah. The movie. With Robert Redford. Yeah. I read another Ultimate Fantastic Four. Have you read that series? Yeah. 
You like it? Well, I've read a few of them. Okay. Not a lot. Five you might like, because it's like a zombie story. Oh, yeah. And was, I don't know. I didn't like the zombie so much, but then Neymar showed up, and that was pretty sweet. The thing about the... Uh, so this is... We're, we're in geeky territory again, yeah. listeners. Yeah, that'll uh, be a shock to them. The ultimate Fantastic Four, when they did the zombie verse, when the Fantastic Four travels, and it's all the Marvel heroes, but they're zombies. Okay. That started the whole Marvel zombies craze. So now, when it, if you ever read Marvel zombies, uh-huh. that... It's that one. Oh, that's where it came. So oh, okay. The, that miniseries, the first one, starts yeah. off right where the Fantastic Four ends. Magneto makes a, plays a really cool yeah. role in that. Is that yeah. true in Marvel Zombies too? Is Magneto a? He, he's taking care of pretty quickly. Oh, okay. so well, the zombie right. universe is pretty dark. Oh, um, because... you know what? Sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, no. I just this is one that I've been waiting to talk to you about because again, you're the one who got me going down this road. I read Brian's Winter. <laughs> which is the third of the Hatchet books. Yeah, you're okay. on the Hatchet So group. Hatchet, okay. and then The River, and right. those, those follow each other. Those, right. That's just, The River's a direct sequel. Here's where it gets weird. The Winter's like an alternative. Yes. In, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, but, you know, Brian obviously doesn't die in <gasps> Hatchet. That because is a spoiler. It's a, a five-book series. But um, this is as if he doesn't, doesn't ever get off the place. He has to stay through the winter. So this is an okay. alternate take on it. But what's weird is... The next two books sort of follow this huh. alternate version. So it's a weird thing to do in a series. So there's more about the alternate universe than there yeah. is about the normal. Yeah. That's hilarious. So it's a real, I don't know, it's an odd thing to do. Right. I don't know why. He's so doing. in Brian's Winter, he's stranded and all he has is winter. That's it. To yeah, use. Just the winter. He just yeah, has just winter. Only the winter. To survive. So okay. it was really good. I, yeah. I, uh, my wife read it too. We actually listened to it on audio. We both really liked it. She'd never read any of the others, but. Ah. You know, even if you haven't, it's pretty standalone. It's yeah. just a survival story, you know. Okay. But I do plan to read the next two because I really liked it. What's the What's the next one? The Return. Oh. Yeah. Where'd it go? Uh, Paulson. Paulson. Yeah. Uh, playing for Pizza. John Grisham. It's one of his non-legal ones. I've been on a Grisham kick lately. That's like the fourth oh, you, Grisham. Oh, right. You told me about this. Weeks, okay. But yeah, this is one I actually think that you would enjoy. So mm. I, I sent it your way. Okay. You don't know. Yeah. You might. I might. All right, I'm I'm so close to being done. Wow! I finished Deadline by John Sanford. Okay. And I was reading that when we recorded last time. Right. It was fine. You know, I I expected to like it more than I did, but right. it was a solid like three star, good mystery. So. Okay. Uh, I finished that horrible Green Lantern, First Lantern. Okay. Nonsense yeah. that I've been reading for like a year, yeah. and then finally I read another one of our new graphic novels, Princess Leia. Oh yeah, the so Star this Wars is Princess Leia. this picks up. I gotta Princess, read that. It, you should. It picks up Princess Leia's story right after A New Hope. So yeah. she does like Death the Death Star blows up. Yeah, and... she does the little ceremony where she puts the uh, medals on Luke yeah. and Han, and then it goes right from there. So oh, it was yeah. cool to see that pick up. Like she she puts away the empty boxes. Yeah, that yeah. The she goes home. And she she unbraids her hair. <laughs> yeah, so it's really nice. Currently, again, I have you to thank. Yeah. For this, because I'm, you're welcome. The only thing I'm reading right now, well, I've still got that Stephen King short story thing that I'm kind of going back to. Right, the but, bad bar of bad dreams. But the, right, the main thing I'm reading is Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. Yes. I never read it before. Nice. And I'm reading it now. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it. All right. I cool. didn't know what to expect. It's a little different than I expected. And I'm I'm looking forward to finishing it and talking with you about it because I think that you'll have interesting insights. Maybe. I'm so, not that interesting. Well, nor are my insights. Well, our, our listeners agree, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I see something in you. I don't know what right. it is. I don't know what it is. Uh, so I'm sorry that was so long. That's, that's the end of mine. Well, at least you had different things in yours. That's true. So last time we talked, I was on the Star Wars kick. Okay. And I had finished Lords of the Sith, and uh, I was reading Star Wars uh, 
Darth Bane, uh-huh. number one, Path of Destruction. So I finished that, and uh, I read... All right, ready for this? That, well, the, no, that's the first Darth that's Bane? That's the first of the Darth Bane. Okay. There's three yeah, of them. I like I'm reading that. the second one now. Okay. I did like the first one. It was mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, it's set thousands of years, maybe only a thousand years, before uh, oh, I can't even episode remember, one. But it is, yeah. Uh, and it's about how they become only two Sith at a time. Yeah. And... It's it's pretty cool. It's it's written well, which I was surprised. By. I thought so too. Yeah, um, or are you talking about the second one now? No, I mean the whole the series. Okay, yeah. it, you would think that you know a character like Darth Bane would just kind of get dull after a while. Yeah, but it is actually really cool. It's interesting to see it from the perspective of like a villain. Yeah, you know that's a that's an interesting way to go. Yeah. All right. So I read Path of Destruction. Mm-hmm. Then I read these three graphic novels. I read Star Wars, <laughs> Darth Vader, and uh, the Ghost Prison. I don't even think I've ever heard of that. That was really cool. It was about uh, all, all of these books, all these graphic novels are set between uh, episode three and episode four. So okay. Luke Skywalker right. isn't on the scene. Okay. Anyway, Ghost Prison, Darth Vader, and the Emperor need to go get uh, some prisoners. That the, the Jedi had a secret prison okay. called the Ghost Prison where they put villains and stuff. And, that's, okay. and Vader goes to get them to recruit. That sounds fun. It is it's fun. I also read Star Wars, Darth Vader and the Ninth Assassin. No, that was not no. good. And I read Darth Vader and the Cry of the Shadows. That wasn't huh. good. A lot of Darth Vader. Yeah. You know, I, I've read a decent amount of Star Wars graphic novels, and I don't think I've ever read one that I was like, oh, this is great. Probably the one you recommended, Legacy, is probably my favorite that I've read. I love Legacy. But yeah, that's a good one. We um, have that. We have it downstairs. Yeah, I saw that. That's great. Um, I don't know. Purge was cool. I like I Purge. Can't I think I read Purge. I think I did. And Dark Times. That's a good no, one. I read that one. Uh, I did read one about uh, this expanded universe, but I read one just called Mara Jade. That's like Mara Jade's backstory. Oh, yeah. We should save some of this. When, yeah, when, all right. I was about to say another Star yeah. Wars book that I read. When, uh, okay. when Force Awakens comes out, which is what, December 18th? December 18th. So the podcast that we launched that week is going to be a Star Wars themed where we talk yeah. about the books and everything. Yes. And I think, and I mean, as much as you and I know and like Star Wars, I think we're going to need to get uh, a staff member here named Amanda yeah. who... Yeah, probably. She's read a lot yeah, of Star Wars she books. could she could probably whip us into shape with her, I, I, with her I think Star I've Wars. I've read more knowledge. comics than her, so I'm just gonna throw okay. that out. As yeah, a, just as put that in there. Yeah, well, I've <laughs> seen the Ewoks cartoon, so it's kind of <laughs> okay. a wash. Who's a all right? Who's a real expert? Well, after reading three Darth Vader graphic novels, I yeah. took a break. Okay. And I read Star Wars Darth Plagueis. Ooh. Okay. So that's a different Darth. Yeah, it's a lot of Darth. So I don't. <laughs> and we're gonna get geeky again. Yeah. Uh, in Star Wars Episode Three, there's a uh-huh. scene between Palpatine, who will be Emperor, yeah. and Anakin Skywalker, who will be Vader. And I need to watch these it's again. A, it's I in an know. opera kind of house. Okay. And he's telling the story of Darth Plagueis and how he was like a powerful Sith. Really? Yeah. Oh. And uh, it's hinted on that Plagueis was the Pal- Palpatine's master, okay. and that maybe Plagueis created Anakin. Okay. So. Uh, right. Darth Plagueis is about that guy and about, but it's funny. It was a really boring book until Palpatine shows up. So it's called Darth Plagueis, but it's not interesting until Darth Sidious shows up. Interesting. And this is the part that killed me. I can't tell you. It feels like 65% of this book is about banking. (laughs) Intergalactic banking. Wow. Which makes sense because it's a direct prequel for episode one yeah. so you can see how all this banking gets into wow. a trade federation I'll tell you what you know one of one of our regular listeners Mike if you're out there this yeah. sounds like the Star Wars banking book is right up your alley <laughs> so check it out it's uh but it was it was still good it ends right at the end of episode one so there's okay. a lot of stuff alright so 
And now I'm reading Star Wars Darth Bane number oh, two. Okay. Jeez, I've so, been woozy from all the Star Wars. But I read, and this isn't even the Star Wars episode. That's no, the, I know. I did read real, two non-Star Wars graphic novels. That's the magic. Hey, so okay. I read The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, okay. Spider-Verse. So I, in this, all the alternate realities in Marvel, because Marvel has a, yeah. 100 million uh, a alternate lot. realities. It's a high number. Um, all the Spider-Man are being hunted hunted by this uh by this group you read the other right yeah Mor- with morbus yeah whatever yeah, his name yeah, is yeah. he's going around and they're killing the spider-man to become okay. stronger what not spider ham no spider ham he's in it but they <laughs> okay. don't they don't kill him <laughs> okay but well, they're going and so all the spiders from all the other universes team up they ooh, they come and oh, they well, fight okay them. that sounds kind of cool so it's cool because every now so <laughs> there there's a there's a team up between uh miles morale who's the ultimate uh Ultimate Universe Spider-Man, yeah. uh, because that Peter Parker died in that universe, right. and uh, he teams up with the Spider-Man from the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon that's oh, on right geez. now. Okay. But it's just kind of wacky because, yeah. like that, once they get into their universe, yeah. they like that Spider-Man is making a side, and the <sighs> Ultimate a, Ultimate Universe Spider-Man is just like, "What are you doing? Yeah. This is stupid." He's yeah. like, "I'm sorry, I just kind of do this." <laughs> so was, this is where Spider Gwen shows up. Okay. So that's cool. Spider-Ham is in it. Spider-Man okay. 2099. Ooh. A lot of Spider-Man. Good job taking us out of nerdy territory. Yeah. Well, I read side-scrollers as well. Oh, sky- yeah, I read that. Did you say sky-scrollers? No. That sounds like a... Actually, that sounds like sky a killer. Sky-scrollers? Yeah. yeah, I would like, watch that. Like, we need to do Why that. Not? Make the toys. Yeah. That's like one of those things that's going to have 100 toys that, like, spin. Yeah, it's like Beyblades. Yeah. yeah, like Beyblades. So I guess we'd have to have them have little propellers that they Probably shoot something, up. yeah. Yeah, do Beyblades fly? I am not an expert. Again, I'd have to consult my little brother. <laughs> uh, Side Scrollers by Matthew... How, how would you say his name? Lo, lo, oh, I don't even Lux. Yeah, anyway, I'll say it like that. I'll just go... The whole podcast that now. doesn't sound It's crazy. just about three geeks. Okay. It's, uh, it's definitely for an older teen audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. But it was, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I remember... What, I read that a while back, and it's... I can't remember when it was written. Maybe like early 2000s or something. It's, but it's the references are yeah. so it, dated. It feels like it did come out like in two thousand or two thousand one because did. they're still talking about episode one. Yeah, green, st- green ketchup. They're still talking green, about green ketchup. Green ketchup. Oh, um, and some of the so games gross. they're playing. And yeah, but it was funny. It yeah. had that. Uh, made, it made me want to have a Crystal Pepsi. Oh yeah, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. It's like a little time yeah, capsule. It is. Uh, it read like Scott Pilgrim. Like a, yeah, well, a that's why bit. I was interested originally because yeah. Brian O'Malley's Scott Pilgrim series, a six volume set, which we have yeah. in the YA graphic novels, yeah. hilarious, great. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's after I read that, I was like, I gotta find something else like well, this. And I, I think, found side I think the big difference is with Scott Pilgrim, yeah, there, there's heart and there's like lessons learned. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim is literally growing up, so yeah. it, it can get emotional. Side yeah. Scrollers is no. just like, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm actually kind of surprised it didn't it's become just a movie. Those guys. That, that seems everybody like knows. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it felt like the kind of movie that would have happened. Um, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the lobsters, oh, yes. <laughs> the lobsters and side scrollers. Right, when they knock them over, but what they keep yelling at the, they keep yeah. yelling those lobsters. I don't remember. I can't say it oh, on okay. air. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, side scrollers feels like it could have been made in the "Dude, Where's My Car?" Oh yeah, era of like two thousand, two thousand one. Sure, and I'm kind of the, surprised. The golden age of the golden age of teen cinema. Yeah. Actually, "Dude, Where's My Car?" Yeah, is on Netflix. I've never and seen. You've it. never seen it? No, I haven't. And I remember watching it as a kid, thinking it was hilarious, and yeah. like, I can't imagine it is. No, that's so. dangerous. You don't want to go back to that territory. Something you love as a child, never yeah. look at it again. Yeah, because. 
Nine times out of ten. That's what happened to the Supergirl movie for me. I love that movie. And I watched it as an adult and was like, what's happening? Yeah. It's three hours of Faye Dunaway. Okay. Having, having taken what you just said and yeah. your advice, I think we should watch Dude Was My Car. I accept. Yes. All right. That's what I've read. Okay. And you know what? I still need to read Walk Two Moons because I'm doing it for a program. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll be, hopefully, I'll be able to be like, Walk Two Moons is great next yeah. time we do a podcast. That'd be nice. Maybe. All right. Well, you did more reading uh, over Thanksgiving break than I did. I did yeah. All that stuff I read was before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So, all right. Well, we did some traveling, so two of those were audiobooks. Uh, yeah. Brian's Winter and Playing for Pizza audio. I did a lot of podcasts. Listening to podcasts? Yeah. Okay. I, I started this, uh, this podcast called Revolutions. Mm-hmm. He's, right now, he's going over the first British Civil War. First oh. English Civil Ooh. War. Okay. So... It's crazy, man. Parliament and uh, King George the First—they just could not agree. <laughs> so it's true. Haters gotta hate. Yeah. So I want to do book news. However, yeah. my browser is freaking out. Oh well, I can start. Oh, everything just crashed. Cool. So go ahead. Are we still recording? No, I meant my browser crashed. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I think it's up. All right. Let's see what happens when it comes to me. That'll be fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, so these are our, our long down the pike. These are the things coming out. So we're looking at February right now. Uh, February 9th sees the release of the latest Lisa Gardner book. Cool. I'm not going to ask if you read it because... No, I have not. Okay, neither have I. All right. I haven't read any Lisa Gardner. Um, again, Ever? very popular author. Uh, right. People look forward. This is one of her books from her series, Follows Detective Dee Dee Warren. This is number eight. This is about a girl who was kidnapped. She survives. She's right. back. And now she's like in danger again. Again? So, I know. So that's Lisa Gardner's Find Her, uh, D- uh, Detective D.D. Warren, number eight. That's coming out February 9th. Next, we have one that uh, I'm a little on the fence about. And by on the fence, I mean I think it's bad. Oh. I'm just guessing. All right. This is in February. Based on fact. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is Robert B. Parker's Blackjack. Okay. okay, so what this is, Robert B. Parker, as dedicated listeners will know, is one of my favorites. Right. Uh, he had a series uh, that started with the book Appaloosa mm-hmm. that follows Virgil Cole and Everett Hitch. Right. Robert Parker. Otherwise known as Viggo Mortensen and Ed Harris. Ed Harris, yeah, the movie's great. Um, he, Robert Parker wrote four of these books, right. and they're just good. They're right. good, especially the first and the third were great. Appaloosa is one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're stark, they're quick, they're. Their adventures, you know, yeah. and I loved them. And so when I found out that they were continuing the series after he died, I was kind of like, oh, good, because I thought certainly this isn't right anywhere near like Spencer or his other really popular series. Right. And I thought there's no way they're going to continue. Well, they did oh, under no. uh, Robert Knott. I hadn't read anything by Robert Knott before or since, but <laughs> I picked up the first of his, Iron Horse, I think it was called. Okay. And it just. I don't understand the point of calling it Robert B. Parker's whatever if you're not going to in any way try to like mimic his style. Right. So he's really he's all about you know short sentences, quick dialogue, mm-hmm. not a whole lot of narration. You know, it's really like he says a lot with a little, and Robert Knott says a little with a lot. Mm. So it was a really long book, a lot of like oh these characters are weighing all these decisions. It was just so dull Sorry. and so slow, um, but. 
They must have found an audience because they're continuing with these. So this is book number eight in the Colin Hitch series, the fourth written by Robert Knott, called Blackjack. Okay. So that's coming out February 2nd. So maybe if you're not a Robert Parker fan and just want to pick up like a, a Western, maybe this will appeal to you. But if you have Robert Parker in your head at all, I think right. you're going to have trouble saying, oh, wow, this is totally that same series because it doesn't feel like it at all. Um, all right. You're at 20. 21. What do you want to do? Your, your, your card value. You're at 20. Do you want to stay? Uh, oh, we're playing blackjack. Yeah, we're playing blackjack now. <sighs> okay. All right. All you're right. at 20. Listen, c- common sense tells me I stay. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's nearly impossible to get yeah. this last one. Right. But um, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay. Hit okay. me. Okay. Ready? What do I got? 10. Oh, gosh. Yeah, 30. Sorry. Oh, House wins. Oh. Well, now you have to be killed. I got to tell you, I, I'm... I'm sad because I just lost my house, but the thrill, <laughs> the thrill of that. Yeah. yeah. So plus, th- imagine if you had won, you, you could have yelled blackjack. I could have yelled it. Yeah, I could have yelled it. Nope. Yep. yep. I, I guess the house could yell blackjack. I lost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm in a lot of trouble. Blackjack. I'm in a lot of trouble. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last one is your browser up. Yeah. Are you good? Okay. Yeah. Then I'm going to give you my last one here, okay. and that is by our old friend Debbie McCumber. She is an old friend. Yes, yeah, she's an old. old <laughs> I saw her over Thanksgiving. Uh, did you? Did you get together yeah. with Debbie McCumber? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I asked her to pass the turkey. Heartwarming. Wow. And uh, that was it. She did. She wow. did. Okay. <laughs> Nothing better. Yeah. yeah, it's funny how when you start a sentence thinking that the punchline will come to you and it doesn't. <laughs> so, especially yeah. when it's preserved, uh, recorded for yeah. all time. Improv is hard. It is, yeah. Anyway, Debbie McCumber's, uh, please don't touch my mic guard. <laughs> this is my mic guard, and I don't want yeah. you touching it. Debbie McCumber's new book coming out February 23rd, mm-hmm. A Girl's Guide to Moving On. So perfect for you. Uh, this is about a mother and daughter-in-law uh-huh. who get divorced. I mean, they're not married to each other, obviously. Right. But they find out that their, their spouses are cheating on them, uh-huh. and they go off, and they move on. Okay. So, Debbie yeah. McCumber's A Girl's Guide to Moving On. Sure. I'm not Debbie McCumber's intended audience. I know that. I recognize that. But you're going to read it? I'm not going to read it. Oh. No, I'm just saying, because <laughs> I felt like there was a little bit of attitude when I was describing this book. Oh. Well, and I just want to say that, Well, that's you know, because I you don't... said it was my... I was yeah. Reading, and so right. my yeah. attitude is more like, shut up. Yeah. Attitude. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, I'll stop with those three. I got some right. more, but, uh, yeah. you know, I like, I like to keep some back. Okay. Can I, please, can I look please at the don't list? Look, please don't I, look at the list. Right. I don't need listeners. I don't even get to see this. Please list. don't look at the we list. We find this out at the same time. That's true. But then you also hear about this book news. You're kind of like the voice of the people at this point. I mean, you're yeah. you're the you're the people's like avatar in this situation. Yeah. They see I'm, things through you. I'm also the you. people's choice. Are you the people's the choice? The people's champ. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm people's magazine. Yeah. So. It's just <laughs> it's just people magazine. Oh. No, not Peoples. So we could start a magazine called Peoples. Uh, legally, yeah, we could. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Peoples Magazine. Yeah. For Peoples by Peoples. Yeah. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. All right. I, I usually start with nonfiction. Yeah, you do. And I'm going to keep <laughs> keep doing that. Well, I'm glad that you right, prefaced it that way. Here, here's some book news. All these books are coming out December hey, 1st. All the books. All the books. All right. I'm going to eat a donut while you do this. No, don't. Keep oh, going. I should yeah, keep going. Don't, don't watch it. Yeah. I thought we were as a podcast. No, no, no. We were focusing on you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what the uh, okay. What the books? Um, all these books are coming out December first, two thousand fifteen. So get your wallets ready. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. So some of these books maybe you don't want to read, but you might want to give. I think we're really big bite of this, don't it? Oh my gosh! And I don't have any coffee left, so yeah. Luckily, vamp. It's, it's vamp. very dry up here. It is. All right, I'm gonna vamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, bulletproof. The cookbook. 
But you oh didn't say gosh. I was going to say the cookbook. I didn't say that, no. Lose up to a pound a day, increase your energy, and end food cravings for good. Wow. By Where do Dave I sign? Dave Asprey. Here's the thing. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> Dave what? He calls this biohacking. That's interesting. That makes me want to read a book about biohacking. Mm. But what's it mean, end Whoa. food cravings? <laughs> like, so you're just going to stop being hungry? Yeah, you stop being hungry. So the, this is I, dumb. I, I just did it with that donut. I'm not hungry anymore. I, I hate... Well, on the trip, yeah. uh, on Thanksgiving, yeah. I ate Chick-fil-A for breakfast, and then two hours later, I just wanted more Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has breakfast? Well, they put chicken inside a biscuit. Oh, okay. And then I eat it. Yeah. I'm just saying, I was hungry two hours after eating that, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Hey, I got another cookbook. Okay. Southern Living, 2015, Annual uh-huh. Recipes. Guess what? It has over 650 recipes from what? 2015. What? And that's from the Southern Living Annual Recipes of uh, the editors of Southern Living Magazine. That is crazy. So, there's a giant cake on there. Nothing about that cake screams south. Mm-mm. You think no. you would put no. like, actual southern. Yeah, but there. now I've, I've, with biohacking, I don't, I'm not even hungry anymore, yeah. so I don't even want that southern yeah. cake. Man, that is a cool term. Yeah. Southern cake or biohacking? <laughs> southern cake. Okay. <laughs> it's the cake that says, hi, y'all doing? <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, Curtain up. Agatha Christie: A Life in the Theater. Oh, by Julius Green. Yeah, you know uh, Agatha Christie. I don't think she's really known for her plays. I think the only one people really know about is Mousetrap. And Mousetrap at one time was is like that the one with Nathan Lane where that's that's Mouse Hunt. Oh, uh, okay. Also written by Agatha Christie. No, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. But Mousetrap, at, at one time, I don't know if it still holds the record, but it was like the longest running play ever. I was in Mousetrap. The only time I ever played a villain. It was a lot of fun. I was in college. All right. Yep. My wife helped me uh, learn the lines for mm-hmm. Mousetrap, but I didn't want her to know that I was a villain. And I accidentally let her read a scene that sort of gave it away. And she asked me, and I just flat out lied. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm not the villain. It's just supposed to make it seem like I am. Right. And she believed me. Nice. And was hurt by, oh. my, by my lies but uh-huh. i was only trying to i feel like you can lie about christmas presents uh-huh. and to preserve spoilers those are the two things right. yeah. those ones are okay yeah anyway the mousetrap by agatha christie speaking of lies <laughs> yeah we were listening while driving we were listening to Wait. 80s music my my is, wife and myself is this a lie what you're saying no, is this, this is a, a true story this is a true story we were listening to 80s music liar and uh my wife was having problems coming up with a female artist from the 80s that she enjoys the songs of. Okay. And Young Turks came on by uh, Rod Stewart. Okay. And I had her absolutely convinced that that was Rhonda Stewart. <laughs> and that was a... a the, the Beach Boys song, Help Me Rhonda, written about Rhonda Stewart. Right. So, yeah. So, so when he's like, Young Hearts, be free. I yeah. had her convinced. I'm like, yeah, it's like that raspy kind of deeper yeah. voice. Yeah, like, like Cher. The Macy Gray of his time. Yeah. Her time. So. Darn it. But it's Rod Stewart. It's Rod Stewart. So, yeah, he's a man. I, I started laughing. I, I couldn't carry it on anymore. Yeah. But anyways, this book, Curtain Up, by, uh, by Julius Green about Agatha Christie, it's just about her writing uh, plays and the ones that have been published. Okay. So it analyzes her plays. Mm-hmm. It features uh, excerpts from her correspondence. Oh. So that might be interesting yeah, for you Agatha kind of Christie in- fans. Yeah. It's an interesting take. Fans. It's not just a, a straight-up biography or anything. Yeah. It focuses on a really interesting... Conqueror. Oh, my gosh. Conquerors. Oh. How, uh, I thought you said conquered. I thought it was like about grape juice or something. Oh. Thirsty. Yeah, I want it's grape very juice. Dry it's really here. dry up here. What's happening? If we become phantoms, we're going to be the most oh raspy gosh, voice. My eyes can't even close anymore. <laughs> Conquerors. How Portugal forged the first global empire. Oh, I love a good book about Portugal. 
I didn't realize they formed the first global empire. So this title alone has taught me something. This guy could write a book about what you don't know yeah. about Portugal. Yeah, okay. he did. Oh, Roger he did? Crowley. Oh, that's considerate. Yeah. He is an old man. Oh. No, I mean, maybe he's young. Maybe yeah, he's maybe just he's, aged Maybe poorly. he's weathered. Maybe he's a heavy smoker. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So Like you know, uh, like Rhonda Stewart. That's how her voice is so low because of the... Yeah, Rhonda Stewart. <laughs> Help uh, me, Rhonda. I wonder if I'm in trouble for sharing that. Nah. Yeah, no, I don't think so. You're fine. Here's another stupid thing. <laughs> uh, all right, this is called Terrible Old Games You Probably Never Heard Of by Stuart Ashen. I don't think I agree with him. I've probably heard of them. Oh, boy. Um, oh, wait. Wo- he's wounded your pride. Well, he's saying everyone's heard of E.T. for the Atari. Sure. And Superman for the Nintendo 64. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's like the worst game of all times, that Superman but game. But he says no one's ever heard of Count Duckula 2. I guess that's true. I loved that cartoon. Did you Count ever Dracula? watch Count Dracula? No. Oh my gosh. It I was watched... hilarious. I mean, I haven't seen it since I was a child, but it was really funny. I watched Bucky O'Hare. Yeah, I remember Bucky O'Hare. Yeah. Mutants and animals and toads, beware. Yeah. Yep. Let's croak us some toads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, he also says it's not guaranteed that you haven't heard of this. Wow. So. Wow. His, his own premise. He, he just undermines his own premise by yeah. saying, you've it? never heard of these books, but maybe you have. I'd probably read this. Yeah. Okay. Because I've you, already you explained love games. how I like yeah. You're uh, a game video enthusiast. game history, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. But I do, man. I, I love it. I know. All right. We're on to fiction. Okay. Your favorite part of book I, news. I love, some, I love some fiction. What My do you got? second favorite part of book news. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Wow. I think I enjoy the nonfiction more because wow. sometimes it's just so It's a ridiculous. big twist. That was yeah. a twist. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> that was a twist. Yeah. I could go for like an orange juice. Oh, yeah. All right. Yep. All right. These books again coming out December first. House of the Rising Sun by James Lee Burke. A house yeah. in New Orleans. It's also about the animals. Oh. Uh, James Lee Burke. Mm. I'm not a fan. I know. I think we talked about this we before did. because I thought you would have read him because he writes westerns. Yeah. And you love your westerns. Well, I don't know that he writes westerns. Well, this is a western. Is it? Isn't it? Is it like a story in the father's son separated by war and circumstance? Oh, uh, okay. It's revolutionary Mexico. Okay, nineteen eighteen. Oh. oh, I guess that's not. Well, yeah. I mean, well, there's a guy with a cowboy yeah. hat. No, so he's counts. a rancher, that's, maybe. That's more than I. I, I wouldn't actually. James Lee Burke is also wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah, you got to. Do we need to start wearing cowboy hats? I'm actually. I'm talking to James Lee Burke. Um, he and I are collaborating on the, the first Clint McGavin yeah, Western. Clint, yeah. Um, Cowboy Lawyer. Cowboy Lawyer, yeah. yeah. So it's, about, it's Clint and Rooster, yeah. and uh, the, there's a stagecoach that's robbed. Right. And everybody just assumes that this one guy, it's like that guy, you know, old, old yeah. man Carruthers. Yeah. He's hard up for yeah. money. Uh, he lost playing blackjack yeah. with Robert Knott. Yeah. And he's just, he's, everybody assumes he did it. Well, Clint, Clint's going to represent yeah. him, so... Yeah. You know. What's the difference between libel and what's the other one? Uh, libel is, is print. Is print. What's the what's the most spoken one? No wait. Yeah, slander. Slander. Yeah. So yeah. So he'll ha- you'll have to come up with a slander pun for yeah. the title. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, check that. Uh, twenty seventeen. Clint yeah. McGavin. Uh, Cowboy lawyer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if James Lee Burke's going to get the job. Yeah. Because obviously Eric and I are pretty. Um, we're pretty pretty reluctant to let somebody else take the reins yeah. of, a, of a Clint McGavin. Yeah, no kidding. Because uh, he's real, he's close to our heart. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Precious Gifts by Danielle Steele. Oh boy. It's a butterfly, a blue butterfly. That's cute. Yeah. 
Um, that's it. I'm I'm impressed. I've never read it Danielle so. Steele. I'm telling you what, she's yeah. she's still she's going strong. Yeah, she's written six thousand books. You say she's going as strong as. Steel. Tin. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, her last, yeah, her last name is Steel. Tin. I don't even. Tin's not even that. Yeah, that's of a metal. I know it was kind of a dig on Daniel Steele, and I'm sorry. Oh man, I said it and I instantly regret it. <laughs> I take it back. Yeah, Daniel Steele. Yeah, don't like reinforce your house with Tin Man. I know. Yeah, the Tin Man. The Tin Man. Yeah. Wow, he would have been so much stronger if he was Steel Man. That's true. But then yeah. that would be Steel from yeah. DC Comics. Then he would have had a Steel Heart. Yeah. Written by Brandon Sanderson. Oh my gosh. Woo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tom Clancy, Commander in Chief, a Jack Ryan novel by Jack, Mark huh? Grenny. Oh yeah, he's been writing the Clancy books for a while now. President Jack Ryan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He really moved up. Yeah. So yeah. Jack Ryan's from. Uh, he's the Hunt for Red October. Yeah, Hunt for right? Red October, Clear and Present Danger. Mm-hmm. Huh. Patriot Games. All the other Jack Ryan books. What else right. you got, buddy? Uh, I just want to talk more about this Jack Ryan book. No, I'm kidding. Uh, An Evil Mind. Hold on, it's loaded. Okay, oh, no. An Evil Mind, a okay. Robert Hunter thriller by Chris Carter. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I went to high school with a guy named Chris Carter. Uh, isn't Probably. Chris Carter also... Him. Creator of the X-Files. The, yeah. yeah. I think this is a different person. Different guy? Wow. Yeah. It's not, a, not an uncommon name. This, this author's head is long. Okay. Like Frankenstein. Wow. And that's all I will say about this. Oh, you know what we should do? We should book him... Get him to come in, and when he sits down, I'll be like, oh, hey, Chris Carter. <laughs> Hold on, I can do it. <laughs> hey, Chris Carter, you're looking sad. Why the long face? <laughs> there you go. Wow. Oh, that one's free. The first one's free. Okay. But any other Chris Carter zingers I got, I got to hold. <laughs> okay. Uh, blood, salt, water. Ooh. Did you see? Yeah, I guess it would all make sense. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody was murdered in the ocean. Yeah. You're going to have all three of them. So this is a murder mystery. I don't know. I'm oh. just saying if it was like blood, salt, water. Is it? Wait, is humpback this? Humpback whales, is this a... <laughs> coral reef. You, it all, it's all in the same place. Yeah, it is. Is this the Chris Carter book or are we moving on to something else? No, this is something else. This is an Alex Morrow novel by Denise Mina. I have no idea what that is. Well, it's a book. Okay. Blood, salt, water, whales, coral reef. Yeah. Sweat fish. and tears. <laughs> Sunken ships. Buried treasure. Cussler? Oh, man. Is fun. there no. a great sphinx no, with the a swastika is. on it? I, I think that's a girl. Ooh. No, wait. Is, is this Alice? You, you never want to be wrong yes. about that. So I think this is a girl. Uh, silhouette. Okay. Her, either her dress is billowing or she has a bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's standing by I some reeds. Okay. And there's water. I don't think it's the ocean. It looks like... Uh, oh, if there's reeds, the, it's probably not the ocean. It looks like... A, a lake. Yeah, that there, makes sense. It looks like there's hills. It's, it's cloudy. It's very uh, sepia-toned. Wow. But blood <laughs> is, is in red. It's at Ooh, the top. Boy. Under oh. blood, it's salt. Under okay. salt, water. And it yeah. just keeps going down. Yeah. You, now, you stir them in a bowl with a little bit of melted butter. You cook for three hours. <laughs> so long to cook yeah. something. So, uh, she, Alex Morrow investigates the dark underbelly of a seemingly peaceful seaside town. It is the sea! Nailed it. Okay, sorry. Which sea, I wonder? I don't know. Uh, a wealthy businesswoman disappears from her Glasgow home without a trace. <laughs> Did I not say it? Is it Glasgow? No, I don't know. It's just Glasgow. Uh, tracing the woman's cell phone, police detective Alex Morrow discovers a call made from an unlikely location, mm-hmm. sleepy seaside community. Mm. Hallensburg is the last place you'd go looking for violence. Wow. Who goes looking for violence? I don't know. I mean, I guess some people do. Murderers, yeah. killers. Oh, yeah. 
I guess they're, I mean, they're, but I mean, they're the violent. Yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't wake up in the morning and be like, hmm, <laughs> you know what I can stand to look for? <laughs> Some violence. Uh, it's a fast-paced, unpredictable thriller. Blood, salt, water confirms Denise Mina's reputation as one of the genre's brightest stars. Hmm. Okay. I wonder, maybe it will be this year's or next year's uh, maybe Gone Girl, Girl on a Train. Maybe it would be three years from now as Gone Girl. Yeah. Girl who Likes went gone by getting on a train, train with strangers. Blood. <laughs> blood Kiss, Black Dagger Legacy by J.R. Ward. Oh, J.R. Ward. Man, this cover. That is, that is a popular author. Yeah. Let me tell you what. Yeah. Her books. Her? I'm assuming. We, we keep Ward in the sci-fi section. It's sometimes. so hard to say. Sometimes yeah. they're in the sci-fi oh, fantasy, fantasy yeah, section, but other fantasy, times but... it's just straight up. It's Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's one of those ones that's People like make on the border. Section. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the legacy of the Black Dagger Blood Brotherhood continues. Do you have any that don't have blood in the title? Yes. Okay. Uh, this one is called Blood. So these are all coming out what? December 1st. December 1st. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So this book is by Blood by J.R. Blood. Wow. It's about blood. Blood. No. This book is called Sword of Destiny. It's a Witcher book. There's a video game series called The Witcher. The third Witcher. game just came out. Witcher. I know. That's a funny word. I am the Witcher. <laughs> Uh, Somebody go out and call the witcher to dinner. Yeah. Uh, Geralt, is that his name? Geralt is a witcher. <laughs> He's a man without, whose magic powers, enhanced by long training and a mysterious elixir, has made him a brilliant fighter and a merciless assassin. Okay. But he is no ordinary murderer. Mm, no, he's not. No, he's a witcher. Yeah, he's a witcher. His targets it's are the witcher. monsters and vile oh. fiends that ravage the land and attack the innocent. It's a collection of short stories following the adventures of his... The hit collection, Last oh, Wish. Boy, that does not sound good to me. Maybe it is. The game is is a big hit. Okay. Well. So I don't think you would like it. It's a no. pretty adult like game. Yeah. Like a lot of violence. Well, if you like fantasy people. short stories based on a video game. Yeah. Sword of Destiny. <laughs> the Witcher. And we know you're out there. I might play that game sometime. Okay. But this isn't all the video games, it's all the books. That's true. Well so, is that it? That's it, man. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. I mean maybe more books are coming out. I mean, they're sure most they definitely yeah. coming out. Yeah, well, so. this, uh, this segment today has been a long time coming. We've hinted, we've dropped uh, real obvious hints that I'm uh, a bit of a connoisseur of the Christmas fiction. Yeah. So I've got a whole separate rating scale. Christmas books are like books that I would rate like one or two star. Any other the rest of the year yeah. are like a solid three star Christmas book. So right. when you read a Christmas book, you got to know. Uh-huh. Probably not going to be good. It's probably not going to be great. Let's say that. Okay. If you're looking for a fun, heartwarming tale about Christmas, sure. Then I mean, there's no, there's, they're not in short supply. That's okay. All I'm saying. There's a lot around. So I'm hoping that like it looked. I'm hoping you actually read a lot of Christmas books, and this is one of those things where you're like, I've read a lot, and then we find out you read, read like three. No, no, no. I've read a lot. I'm, okay. I picked some aside that I want to highlight, but I've got my list here, so we can go through. Okay. If you want to really dig deep, but before we started recording today, I dropped a little note on uh, Twitter. At all the book show on Twitter, uh-huh. just mentioned to people we were about to record, and I want to hear any Christmas books that they like, and we got some responses. Wow! So yeah, I know. Quick turnaround. Here's yeah. what we got. Uh, at my kitty flash one said at who? Uh, my kitty flash one on Twitter. This is a new. This is a new listener. It is. Yeah. Uh, we had a really old copy of the night before Christmas that I really liked. Great pictures. Hashtag Christmas books. Hashtag memories. Have you read the night before Christmas? Yeah, I yeah. feel like everyone has. Yeah, I think so. As a, I as always a child. It. Yeah. 
So yeah, my ma and her kerchief, my high on my cap. Yeah, I just settled down for a long year's nap. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, the whole thing. Right, I'm out. Oh, okay. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, All right. I, I, I once made a video with my brother. I don't know that he, I can do the whole thing. It's Clement Moore who wrote my, that. My brother Clement had Moore. this character he called Doctor London. Okay, it's supposed to be this like evil London. Oh, villain. That's not a and bad name. We we did <laughs> we did a video of him reading. Yeah. Uh, the night before Christmas. Okay, it's pretty funny. And then. You know, he's just he's, he has little sides with the children, and then that John Malkovich oh, bit yeah, SNL. came on yeah, SNL. As soon as you started, that's what I was thinking of. That that bit where he's like, uh, he would burn like a comet crashing to Earth. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, this is a scientific fact. Yeah. Uh, that is, I love that SNL bit. Uh, I'll see what else we got. At right. Sarah, Sarah Keeler B. Oh, this is funny. This okay, is, this is a weird coincidence. At Sarah Keeler B. Let it snow by John Green, Lauren Miracle, and Maureen Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, because That's, I put it on. My, yeah, it I, just. I have a, a new YA like Christmas winter yeah. snowy and display. This, this and one came in the delivery today yeah. and just put it up. It's just a weird coincidence. Yeah. So you can check that out. I, I should I should read that. It's, it's a story by John Green. It's it's super popular. Three stories. No, it's I like, know, but okay. one of them is by John Green. So. Yeah, he's he's popular. Yeah, more popular than. Ooh, this is again where you should have had the ending before you got the uh, I, I was going to have you choose. I was pointing at you or I. More so, popular than yeah, you or me? Yeah, if John Green is more popular than you or me. Well, yeah, I think he's probably more popular than both of us. Because he's in the middle. Not, oh, not say, socially. I was going to say he's number two. Probably not socially, you know? You mean like with his friends? Yeah. You think he's obnoxious? I don't, yeah, I, I don't think that he's probably yeah. cool. Yeah. He strikes me so, as somebody who like writes he's like oh you think that's funny you know what's not funny teens with cancer that's not funny you're right it's not funny <laughs> Super at all sad. Thanks, I know. John Green. that's what i'm he saying he brings the party down yeah he's a downer. he strikes me as one of those authors who writes that kind of book yeah and then he's completely different like nicholas sparks yeah. like he always writes his, i bet like at home nicholas sparks just sits in a wife beater spilling chinese food on his shirt <laughs> probably. yelling at probably his wife to find single, the remote yeah <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, oh, hey, that swing. What if two people met on a swing? <laughs> then he sits down at his computer. <laughs> it was a blustery day. <laughs> I couldn't decide if I wanted to say bluster. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The, uh, cheese, the cheese fries, the grease the, on, <laughs> on uh, Nicholas Sparks' fingers yeah. that made him slip on the keyboard and he misspelled the word. So you were yeah. still in character. Yeah. I'll give you a night to... Oh, it's a walk to remember. <laughs> a walk to remember. <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. All right. Forget it. All right. Uh, uh, the last one we got is from at Amy Fufernutter on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. On Twitter. Um, Holidays on Ice. Does that count? Yes, it does. David Sedaris, which we've both read. She asked if it counted? She asked if it counted. Of course yeah, it counts. Does. I mean, it's not fiction. It's probably the thing. It's not a novel. It's a, oh. it's there's, a there's collection of essays. There. Yeah, there are. There are. Uh, let's see. What else? What else we got? Nope, that's it. I got a All few right. more come in, but it's just people liking things. All no. right. Do you have a favorite? I mean, you're you're gonna talk about the ones you've read, but do you have a favorite childhood Christmas book? Be it a picture book or an actual like chapter book, oh, like as a kid. Uh, do you? I mean, I used to love the Polar Express. Okay. And the movie is just creepy, but the both Polar Express. But I'd probably say I can't the mitten. You know what I'm talking about? No. The one where all the animals climb inside a mitten. <laughs> that sounds adorable. And the mitten no. just keeps expanding and expanding and expanding okay. until it finally just bursts. Okay. I guess the one I that comes it. to mind is uh, the Frosty the Snowman book. That's like a little golden book. Okay. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. That was the one that I, like as a child, remember mm-hmm. the most. But I guess I don't really have like an old school favorite. What about, uh, the, is it the best, worst 
Christmas pageant ever, or is it the worst best? I think it's the best worst Christmas pageant know. ever. I've never read it. I, there's a movie, right? You've never read it? This is the, but there's a movie. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, I've seen the movie. I haven't read actually read the, the book. You've read wow. that. Yeah, okay. every child has. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I missed it. Weird. Sorry. You, yeah, you missed a lot of rites of passage books. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I mean, we talk... I mean, I've always loved A Christmas Carol. Okay. I, re- I didn't read the book when I was a kid, um... But I love. I've seen like a million versions of the movies. Yes. I love them up at Christmas Carol. Yeah, we gotta watch I them love, up at Christmas Carol. We do. Carol this I year. love Mickey's Christmas Carol. That I was do. so scary as a kid. I know. For thirty minutes, yeah. you just sat there being terrified yeah, by Walt Disney's creations. I know. I know. Pete as so uh, good. Yeah, as, as a, the ghost of Christmas future. Future Christmas yet to terrifying. come. Terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, although I think the Muppet one is creepier. That is a creepy looking. Ghost. Nah, that's true. That do you have a do you have a favorite version of a Christmas Carol? I prefer. Uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Put the Muppets in any like classic yeah. story. Well, you know the thing with the Muppet Christmas Carol is Michael Caine is a great Scrooge. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just it's a it is, it, and it's also I mean because um, it's narrated like Gonzo and Rizzo narrated yeah. the whole time. It's, so much of their dialogue is just directly yeah. from Dickens. It's yeah. It's one of the closer ones. Uh, my wife, and now she prefers this. Her family has watched it every year, and so now I've seen it a few times. Um, is the George C. Scott okay. version. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's pretty good, too. Yeah. I'd like to watch the Patrick Stewart one. I haven't seen the Patrick Stewart one. I've never seen Scrooged. Oh, my to. gosh. Bill Murray? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's not a great version of A Christmas Carol, but it's it's like Bill Murray in his prime. It's, okay. not, a, it's not a great movie, but it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. I think I would have to say my favorite is the Alistair Sim version. I don't know. Probably never. It's old. Black and white? So it's black and white. I might have white. seen it yeah. in school. It's... Um, we I have the we have like a colorized version in the original. We kind of alternate each uh-huh. year watching a different one. But that since as long as I can remember, I mean, when I was like, I don't know, like five or six, I remember wanting to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I didn't care that it was in black and white. I loved it. <laughs> There's a, when he gets he's so funny as like Happy Scrooge when it turns around in the end. Yeah. He's just like bopping all around his house yeah. and he's trying to trying to get a label for something. And he's like, I must have a label, 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 label. <laughs> we quote that like every year. But. <laughs> Uh, but the book is good too. If you've never read A Christmas Carol, it's very short. It's like a novella. Okay. But it moves quickly, and I, I like Dickens. I mean, his, yeah. his it feels modern. The history of Christmas Carol is actually really interesting. Yeah. I looked it up one time about like it coming out and kind of re- revitalizing the spirit of Christmas, like in the world. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it, it doesn't surprise me. It's Christmas very... as like a holiday kind of was falling by the wayside and yeah. stuff and really like all the christmas traditions that like we do today yeah. are because christmas carol was written right so it's funny because it's i mean it's just such a well-known i mean tiny tim and all that mm-hmm. i mean you don't that's all you need to say scrooge yeah i mean scrooge is like a verb you know you're yeah. like oh that he's person. also a duck yeah that's true so. yeah a scottish duck sure yeah but uh, i like a christmas carol He's got Charles Dickens wrote a bunch of other Christmas stories too, Cricket of the Hearth and the Chimes and yeah. I read Chasing Past Glories. I read read Christmas Carol himself. The the Chimes is kind of a rip off Christmas Carol, and it's terrible. I I hate it. But a Christmas Carol is really solid. Um, I broke my list down into a couple different categories. Now you're not a Christmas book reader. I have only read Holidays on Ice and then kids books. Holidays on Ice, I don't think we said. Holidays on Ice is by David Sedaris. Yes. And it's a mix of like true the, stories the from his childhood. The main story is the... Uh, Santa Land Diaries. Yes. Yeah. About his but, time as an elf yeah. at a, yeah. as a mall set. Yeah. yeah. At, at Macy's. At Macy's. Macy's yeah, yeah. Santa setup. And it's hilarious. It is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so we we do have that. We have that down in the new books. Yeah, yeah it was a donation. Yeah. So we and then we definitely f- have it back. The rest of it's just like smaller, shorter yeah. stories. Yeah, it's of a different quality. That's varying. true. It, it is a mixed bag. Some of them are good. The original. There's two versions of it. There's original one that has like a glass on it. And then there's a later one that has a skating scene that has more stories. Not all of them are Christmas. Mm-hmm. There's like a Halloween story. Do you remember there. any of the stories from? That that weren't the Santa Diaries. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you have one ones. that you liked? Oh yeah, there's one. I can't remember what it's called now, but it's about um, it's a child's uh, nativity play, and there's a reviewer from like a big paper who comes oh, yeah. and just tears it yes, apart. The, and it this, is this so funny. This this newspaper woman j- just is merciless. You know, he just this, treats like, it like a Broadway show. Yeah, and it's just yeah. the the critiques that they make are just <laughs> they're so funny because you know you can picture it exactly. Yeah, and the way he phrases it is just too good. Yeah. so that that's hilarious. Yeah. But um, now I broke it down into a couple categories, like I okay. said. So Christmas mysteries. Yeah, well, yeah. Hold on, I got a spin on my head. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I've, I've read some bad Christmas mysteries. I would put Six Geese of Slang in the bad, bad category. Christmas. Okay. I also read two of the Mary Higgins Clark, Carol Higgins Clark team ups. Okay. Uh, I read Santa Cruz and Dashing Through the Snow, and they mm-hmm. are ridiculous. It's like. All of the all of Carol Higgins Clark's like Reagan Riley and all them Mary Higgins Clark like two or three of her recurring characters sets right. it's like there's ten people and they're all like let's talk about it. they're so bad <laughs> wow they are terrible they're terrible terrible folks. okay <laughs> but so I don't recommend those the ones I do like no surprise because I've already dropped this but Murder She Wrote two Christmas books <laughs> Manhattan's and Murder which is uh-huh. real early it's like book two yeah. And then a little Yuletide murder, which okay. is later. So those are great. I love that series. All right. Um, I also really like. Um, have you heard of Julia Spencer Fleming? She writes. Maybe. Um, I've heard of a lot of things in my life. Okay. Well, this is about uh, Claire Ferguson is a like a Episcopalian priest. Okay. And and she and the local sheriff kind of. I don't know. They have a, they have a fun like platonic relationship, at least platonic as far as I've read. Whoa! Um, yeah, the first book in that series is called In the Bleak Midwinter, and it's really good. Okay, that's a song. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think all of them are based on the second one is something. They're based on like hymns. I think is what the titles are. Okay. Um, I met Julia Spencer Fleming at the Nyla conference in 2014. Wow! So we chatted a little bit about. She signed my copy of the book, so that hey. was neat. But that's that's a cool one to check out. I think there's six or seven books in that series, but the first one uh, is Christmas themed. And then another, this is this is an old old one, but a Christmas Killing by Alfred Lawrence, uh, uh, Columbo, the the TV, the TV series Columbo. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's Which a is book on Netflix, by the way. Is it? Yeah, I love Columbo. Well, I think we have most of the seasons here too. Christmas episode of Columbo. I'm trying to remember. I I don't think that there is. Wow. Maybe there is. I don't right. know. No, 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 coming to mind. But this book is good. It's called Christmas Killing. So I like Christmas murder mysteries. There's a lot. That's I mean, weird. We have a Go display. Ahead. We have a display downstairs um, in the because well, yeah, we're upstairs now. We have a display yeah. downstairs in the main reading room that has a lot of uh, like fun, cozy Christmas mysteries on it. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Um, I'm a sucker for animal books, like Christmas yeah. and dogs. Yeah. I realize I haven't read a ton yeah. because it's hard to find cool ones, and I cool, use the term cool yeah, very cool loosely. Dog but books. I've read a couple by uh, Melody Carlson. I couldn't read. She writes. You probably could. As as a as a rescue listen, listen, dog there's, owner, there's, I can't imagine like a dog just be like, I just want to. Yeah. I, I'm, nope, yeah, can't do it. I know. That's what I'm 
Uh, I've read The Christmas Dog and The Christmas Pony, both by Melody Carlson, and those are wow. okay. Christmas so, Pony's a whole different Christmas category Pony, yeah. I wasn't expecting. She also has one called The Christmas Cat, so she's very creative with the names. Yeah. But um, those are fun. They're not great. Yeah. My favorite... Re- find me a book called The Christmas Allosaurus. I will. And I'll, I'll read that. Challenge accepted. Okay. Uh, Greg Kincaid, probably best known for a dog called dog named Christmas. Sure. You never heard of that one? I think so. Uh, I don't like that one. That one has a, there's that one and then there's a sequel. I don't like him so much. Yeah. But he has one that's kind of a prequel that's like the earlier generation. So it's like the the, the kid in uh, Dog Named Christmas, <laughs> his dad as a child, like living with his grandparents, has this dog, and they get snowed in. It's a great it's a great Christmas book. Christmas with Tucker is what it's called. It's okay. One of my favorites. That might be Would my favorite Christmas book. Would you watch Christmas with Chris Tucker? Oh sure yeah, yeah. why not. Man, these snow's coming down everywhere. <laughs> um, oh, you know, just for you, I pulled out some Christmas graphic novels. All right. So you know, I don't think I've read any good Christmas graphic novels either. Well, there is this collection from DC just called, like, DC Superhero Christmas. Oh, yeah. And it's just random Christmas stories. It's like the Teen Titans and Superman. I've read uh, Batman's good. Haunted Night, and that's kind of a Christmas carol of Batman. Oh, okay. And his villains are the, uh, are the ghosts. Oh. So Ivy is the ghost of... Poison Ivy is the ghost you, what of... What did you call it? Haunted Nights. Oh. Because I, I read one called Batman Noel, which is basically like the same thing. Oh, no. We've read that one. I did read that one. I don't okay. like that one. Okay. That one, Batman is like a jerk with yeah, a capital he J. he is kind of a jerk in that. So. Um, so Batman Noel, uh, the DC Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Archie collections yeah i'm sure you I read like, i have read there's archie's christmas stocking there's a couple the one i like the best is called archie christmas classics and it's the older archie comics okay it's a nice set uh, a couple of simpson sets that are fun homer yeah. for the holidays is a fun graphic novel um you you've never read any calvin hobbs correct but every see every as soon as it snows in calvin hobbs any calvin hobbs reader is like yes uh-huh. snow because then it's gonna be all the snowmen and the okay. snowball fights and everything but the Christmas stuff is great. Okay. And uh, all of Calvin's Christmas lists are hilarious, mm. and Santa always deciding what to do about Calvin is mm-hmm. it's just great. So th- that, that's my pick, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I I... yeah, you stuck one in there. Good job. Yeah. Uh, what else I got? Oh, uh, Shazam. The New 52, Volume 1 of Shazam uh-huh. is a Christmas story. The, huh. whole, the whole collection is Christmas. Yeah. So I put that on our Christmas display. You should check it out. I'm a you're... sucker for superhero Christmas. You were going to read it anyway, right? Shazam, yeah, probably. volume one, yeah. Well, we got okay. it. There is, there's a great issue. It's an older issue. I think it's from like the early 80s of uh, Uncanny X-Men. Okay. And all the X-Men are out doing Christmas things or on a mission. I can't remember. But Kitty Pride, young, new X-Men Kitty Pride. She's like 14. You've got the cover on your computer. That's right. It's That's my, it. It's my Christmas background. There is an alien. There is a demon alien monster in the mansion. It looks like the alien from the movie Alien. And it just chases Kitty Pride throughout the entire mansion. And this is how she spends her Christmas. And like, she, she destroys it by blowing, uh, by blowing it up with the X-Jet's engines. <laughs> but, she's, but she can't be touched. But that's her only power. She can go intangible. Right. So what's she going to do? Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Well, now I need to read it. It's hilarious that that is right there. Yeah. I know. That's a weird coincidence. Yeah. Uh, the last on my graphic novels list would be Hawkeye Volume 2. The current Hawkeye series, Volume 2, Little Hits. 
It's Christmas. That is a Christmas, Christmas themed, yeah. There you go. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah. I, that's a that's a great series. Yeah. I've only read the first two volumes, but I loved the first volume. Okay. Second one's a little uneven, but I'm looking forward to reading yeah. more. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess I mean the, these last few don't really. I didn't select them all, but these last few uh, just kind of fall under the. There's no real theme. They're just kind of schmaltzy. Okay. Like fun schmaltzy, but schmaltzy. Okay. So the first, and probably the one that I've read the most of, oh geez, is the Christmas Hope series by Donna Van Leary. Have you heard about this? Yeah. You will. The first book is called Christmas Shoes. Ah. Yeah. Yes. It took the story from that song and developed it into a novel. And then there's, I think there's seven books in that series. All right. I've read five uh, of them. Christmas Shoes. That's a song, right? Yeah. How's it go? I, I can't sing it. Oh, all right. Yeah. I guess. So it's like, Christmas Shoes. Yeah, you got that's shoes. It. You're right. I want to buy these. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. For copyright reasons, I can't sing you that song. I think you can. I don't think so. You want to buy it for who? Who's he buying the shoes uh, for? For his mama, please. <laughs> so when she meets it. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so the first, each, each book follows a different set of characters. Okay. So the books from, like, the, the characters from previous books. <laughs> <laughs> sort of go through a little bit so you're like oh hey it's the guy from the first book or whatever okay but they each kind of follow a different set of characters they made them into movies you know with rob lowe <laughs> rob lowe and doogie yeah. hauser yeah doogie hauser right yeah neil patrick harris is doogie hauser i mean is neil patrick hauser ah, neil patrick hauser neil patrick harris the one buying the shoes yeah yeah he's the grown-up yeah he's the grown-up version of the kid who buys the shoes yeah <laughs> he's yeah. just like i want to buy yeah, and uh, Rob Lowe is the guy who lays his money down because he just had to help him out. <laughs> it's a Christmas book, Eric. What do you want? <laughs> All right. Anyway, so that's a seven book series, and one of the I know one of the new ones just came out. I've read the first five yeah. over the course of you know the last five or six years. Uh, I also like the Unfinished Gift by mm-hmm. Dan Walsh. That's a that's a good one. You don't read. You said you don't read Alex Cross. Yeah, I do. So, have you read Merry Christmas? No, Alice that's. Cross? Re- I'm not that far in the series. That's a really late in the series. Did Jesse Stone get a Christmas book? I don't think so. There, there. Robert Parker has a Spencer Christmas book. Okay, that was finished posthumously. Uh, his editor oh. finished it. All right, I haven't read it yet though. Hey, I got this list from USA Today. Okay, they say this is these are ten books that will get you into the Christmas spirit. Okay, tell me if you've read it. I will. A New York Christmas by Anne Perry. No, I haven't read any Anne Perry. They, they say this is a mystery. Ooh. So, uh, Quilt for Christmas mm-hmm. by Sandra Dallas. No. This is historical fiction. It's Kansas during the Civil War. Huh. No, I haven't read that. Okay. Uh, the 13th Gift by Joanne Haust Smith. This is nonfiction. No, I haven't read that. Oh, boy. Uh, My True Love Gave to Me, Stephanie Perkins. Uh, no. Oh, you know what? I think this is a, uh, this is a YA one. Okay. We have this here. Oh, okay. It's a bunch of different stories um, about holiday romance. Christmas Prayer by Kimberla Lonson Robbie. Did you say Kimberla? Kim- yeah, Kimberla. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. Romance Amid the Faithful. No, I don't know. Santa Claus is for Real by Jar- Charles Edward Hall. Jarfishing. <laughs> no, I haven't read that. Uh, Mr. Miracle by Debbie McCumber. Debbie McCumber. Queen yeah. of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's fiction. Uh huh. Uh, Jane and the Twelve Days of Christmas by Stephanie Barron. Nope. A mystery. Two more. The Mistletoe Promise by Richard Paul Evans. Oh, no, but he's got a lot. He's got, like, the Christmas box and all that stuff. Sentimental fiction. And the last one they have here is Winter Street by Ellen Hildebrand. No. Fiction. Wow. 
So No, you showed me up. I didn't have yeah. any of those. All right. We have about two minutes. Okay. Let me tell you some Christmas plays that I like in okay. our last few minutes. All right. Uh, she Loves Me, okay. the musical. Yeah. It's the same story that Shop Around the Corner or You've Got Mail is based on. Okay. It's got a great Christmas scene in there. Sure. Uh, Wise Women by Ron Osborne. Okay. Uh, Jacob Marley's Christmas Carol is an alternate take on A Christmas Carol where in order for Jacob Marley to redeem himself, he has to get Scrooge to redeem himself. Ah. So he is actually all the ghosts. It's kind of a cool take. Okay. And then a goofy one called The Christmas Cactus by Elliot Byram. I was kind of hoping that was going to be like a goofy Christmas. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's Christmas. Yeah. No. Nope, that's not it. All right. So I guess, uh, I mean, I, I have several on my to-read list. So yeah. for over the next couple of weeks, you're going to yeah. hear about some more Christmas books. Yeah. And we still want to hear, if, you, got, if yeah. you didn't have a chance to tell us this morning and you got more Christmas recommendations, yeah. send it to our Facebook, David A. Howe Public yeah. Library. Email us, wellsvilletstls.org, or at All the Book Show on Twitter. We'd love yeah. to hear them. So, uh, and same thing with Star Wars books as we build up to that. Yeah, Any yeah, that's Star coming Wars soon. stories you want to yep. share with us. Yep, send them. And then that will do it. Yeah. For... All the books. Yeah. Episode 15. Yeah. 2015. 2015. <laughs> uh, our book club discussion on uh, Six Geese of Slaying yeah. is December 7th at 3 o'clock. So yeah. if you want to join us, be come on. Be there or be square. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, folks. Bye, everybody. Happy December. And may all... I got nothing. That, that's what you were saying. Third again. Time. I need to have it's something. It's the third time. Yeah. You need to know what the end of that is. Yeah. All I right. Mean, I'll just... I'll be going to close this. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. Darn it. <laughs>